Welcome to episode 27 of Morgan the Ask For podcast. We're here to recap week three of the Iowa high school football season here in southeast Iowa. We're going to welcome in Zach uh, Tremel here again in just a, a minute or so. But, you know, overall this week, uh, most teams played and we picked uh, the games on paper. Didn't seem to be uh, very good and, and many of them were blowouts, uh, but there were a couple that were really close. Um, Zach, what did you overall see uh, this week? Uh, yeah, like you said, a lot of them were kind of, you know, we thought we were going to be blowouts. I, you know, obviously I, I felt like Eddieville Blakesburg pulled off a, a nice win for their program. I thought that was probably, you know, the biggest win. But I thought, you know, the way Fairfield and Fort Madison competed, I thought those could have been much worse than what the scores showed. So uh, those kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, correct. And then the other one that, that's on our um, is, you know, Oskaloosa. Uh, losing by one point against Benton, I thought was a real good game for them. I, I, I know Coach Jenkins doesn't like uh, moral victories and anything, but that a little bit surprised me how close that game was. Yeah, I think Oskaloosa is playing pretty good this year for, you know, how much they lost. Um, you know, they've stayed in most games and uh, obviously have picked up a win over a tumble a couple weeks ago. Yeah, correct. All right, so let's get uh, right to that game. That'll be at the top of our list. Uh, Benton community did beat Oskaloosa 14 to 13 in Williamsburg. Um, obviously, you know, we uh, talked with uh, one of their coaches on, on Saturday. Um, they're getting better. I, I really believe that. And you just kind of touched on that. Um, you know, just that win over a Tumwa, a little bit of confidence coming back and playing well again for the second week. Uh, so maybe this season uh, won't be, um, you know, as down as maybe they were predicting or, or thought and they can get some wins and maybe win a game in the playoffs. Yeah, they're, you know, they're staying competitive. I know they've got some tough games coming. I think what they may have Grinnell this weekend. So uh, Grinnell's the real deal. But, you know, I think they're playing with some confidence. And uh, who knows, if they can keep things close, uh, that'll start putting a lot of pressure on the, you know, the team that's supposed to win. Yeah, correct. All right, let's go on to the next game. And it, it kind of was uh, just what we thought, Pella. Uh, 42 to seven over Knoxville. Uh, our friend Coach Keller was in for a and and that came true. Um, I think Pella, you know, just getting that win and they're going to start rolling now. Um, there'll be a team at the end, just like we've talked about all season on our shows. Yeah, we knew Pella would win that. I'm sure it was, you know, the second, third string probably got a lot of playing time in it and. Yeah, I see Pella's, you know, hitting their groove here and probably going on quite a win streak before the playoffs start. Correct. And then, then to your uh, neck of the woods, uh, Sigourney Kyoto, 41 nothing over uh, L&M. You know, L&M, uh, I'm guessing Sigourney Kyoto probably could have named the score and the same thing. Their second string got um, a lot of playing time. Uh, a little bit interesting for, just for me personally, you know, that L&M, that's who uh, Cardinal plays this Friday. Uh, so hopefully that game happens and it'll be a game on Friday night uh, to call. Yeah, Sigourney took the opening kickoff for a touchdown, so that kind of set the tone right there. Uh, definitely not the way L&M wanted to start. I know that for sure. And, um, you know, basically from there it was it was all SK from there on, and uh, they kind of rolled and, uh, you know, let's move on and get ready for Van Buren. It's homecoming week uh, for Sigourney Kyoto this week. Well, that'll be good, and that'll be fun, and, you know, we'll talk about Van Buren, but they kind of went back to, to uh, where we where we thought they would be. 
All right, and now for really the game of the week. Um, this is the only one we got wrong all week. We both went 12-1 and one on the, the week. And so, but Eddieville Blakesburg defeats West Burlington 30-28. to 28. I'm, I'm impressed. That's There's really nothing else I can say. You know, Eddieville might be a little bit better than we thought. Yeah, I mean, Eddieville, I mean, obviously, the what, they played Pleasantville, and then they were off for a few weeks. Uh, you know, I thought West Burlington blowout win over Fairfield that's you know I based a lot off of that and um, like you said you got to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff at Eddieville I mean that's in my mind an upset and uh, that was a big win for them yeah correct I mean just looking forward uh, to them they've got some you know if they play like that and if West Burlington's as good as we think they are and Eddieville's now proven that they're better than we thought they've got some more winnable ball games coming up yeah, that win will definitely give them a lot of confidence. All right, and now uh, Albia and Clark. I think Albia gets their first win, 22 nothing. I know you talked about it last week. Clark still hadn't scored. Well, that continues to be the case. Uh, a good, solid win for Albia there. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Clark's offense, but I, I mean, I still like it has to be one of the worst in the state because I don't think Albia is a powerhouse by any stretch when it comes to defense. And, uh, it was good to see them get a win, and yeah, Clark's offense must really struggle. So hopefully, maybe for Clark, they can find a win somewhere. But they're going to obviously have to score some points to get that done. Correct. All right, and then for the next one, uh, Pella Christian over Central Decatur, forty-two to six. Again, much like the couple previous games that we thought would be like this, I'm sure it could have been worse. But their second and a little bit of third string got some time, and they were able to work on on some things against Central Decatur. Yeah, you knew Pella Christian was due to, you know, bounce back. They, But, again, just like Pella, they, they're getting themselves ready for the playoffs, and they've scheduled some very elite opponents to begin with. And uh, once they start hitting district play here, they're going to, you know, start rolling. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them win a few games in the come tournament time. Correct. And now, you know, again, I'm not surprised at who won here, but Mount Pleasant 21-6 to over Fairfield. I don't know exactly how the game was played or anything, but that score is a little bit closer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, especially, you know, the way West Burlington hammered Fairfield. I thought Fairfield was really down. But, again, that's a rivalry game. You know, they've got Mount Pleasant also had Washington coming up next. And you know how that can be when you're trying not to look ahead. And then, you know, Fairfield's going to come out and give it everything they have when they're – I mean, when those – Towns are 30 miles away, and it was a competitive game by the looks of things. I, I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, and I agree, you know, as a, as a coach, you're, you know, maybe holding some things back when, against a team that you know uh, that you can, should be able to win and, you know, looking ahead, and, and maybe they got caught with that a little bit. Um, Washington, uh, Fort Madison, 29-7. to You know, it's kind of the same thing. I, I'm not surprised at the win but maybe a little bit at the score. But, again, same thing with Washington as maybe with Mount Pleasant there. Yeah, I think you nailed it. I'm sure Washington and Mount Pleasant were both really vanilla and, you know, didn't do much. They just, you know, did enough. They knew they could win. And uh, now it's obviously they're going to gear up for this week because that's going to be a big showdown for that area. Absolutely. Southeast Iowa game of the week, I'm, I'm going to say there. All right, now Correct. you know Davis County two and zero against Williamsburg two and zero. Williamsburg 
uh, puts them right in their place, 54 to 14, exactly what we thought would happen. Uh, as you've said, you know, the last few weeks, uh, Williamsburg is as good as anybody in Southeast Iowa. Yeah. I mean, I think they are, you know, could probably hang with Washington. I would say those are the top, you know, area teams and Williamsburg's down a class as well. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised Williamsburg gets all the way to the dome and, uh, you know, could make a run at the championship game. They are, they're a strong football program and, uh, that community really backs their athletics too. So it'll be fun to keep an eye on them as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue to see them. They're really not one of our area teams, but they play all of our area teams. So we'll continue to see them coming up. Uh, North Nahaska crowd yeah. at the Grundy Center. Um, again, we thought this one could be name your score, and I think it probably could have been. And Grundy Center, much like Mount Pleasant and Fairfield, just wanted to get in, get out, get nobody hurt or anything. And, and they got out of there with a 42 nothing win. Yeah, I mean, North Mahaska obviously had their hands full there. That's a tough opponent, but – you know, hopefully they came out of there injury-free as well, and uh, hopefully they have some games left where they're able to compete and maybe get a, another win or two. All right, and on to the next one. Centerville gets their first win of the, the year, 29-8 to eight over Sadell. Um, again, much like I thought would happen, uh, Sadell just historically is not good at football, and Centerville historically, you know, they might not be as good this year and have struggled the last few years, but they're always going to win a few ball games. Yeah, Centerville's usually decent, and yeah, Sadell just, I don't know what, I don't know much about that school, but they tend to struggle about everything, but outside of baseball for some reason, but um, it, yeah, it's a good win for Centerville, and uh, hopefully they can uh, keep it rolling. All right, now Minneapolis, 41-6 uh, to six over Van Buren. Um, again, I think it's going to be Meepo and Sigourney Kyoto right now are at the top of that district play. Uh, with Cardinal maybe knocking on the door, not having to play, not having played a conference game yet, uh, but those two look to be the class of you know one A district right around here. Yeah, I would have to agree probably with with Sigourney Kyoto and Meepo. Um, obviously, Mediapolis has a nice tradition, and they you know beat Sigourney last year, so that's going to be obviously a big game when those two get together. But both of them have, like you said, there's some teams that if they don't show up and aren't ready to take care of business, someone could sneak up on them. So before they look too far ahead, obviously they need to take care of business. But Meepo is going to be a tough out for anybody in that class. All right. And then the last game where, where the makeup, uh, Atumla travels two winners set, third straight week on the road, second time where, you know, it wasn't supposed to be that way and they just found a game. Um, they go on the road and lose 33-14. Probably pretty much the score I, I would have thought, you know, going in. Um, relatively easy win for winter set, but Atumla's just trying to get better. Um, they're really having issues with schedule and teams are supposed to play. And, and so it's just a lot of adversity right now for the Bulldogs. I mean, hopefully one of these weeks they can get uh, a win here. Yeah, that's tough. When you, you know, when you're not that great and you don't know who you're playing, you haven't played at home yet. Um, they just really need to find a victory. I think that would help a lot if they could, you know, get a game at home and maybe pull out a victory against someone. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I'll, I'll look later on, but I don't remember if they're at home this week yet or not. So, actually, I, don't, I think they're not even supposed to play this week because I think this uh, week was when they were supposed to play Ames. So, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So, That's a tough season to keep those kids motivated. Yeah, I, yeah, I just uh, I feel for uh, Coach Goodwin and the rest of the Bulldog staff and, and the Bulldog players there. It's just adversary, adversary 
against uh, ad- adversity there. All right, so again, we were 12 and one uh, this week, both of us. Uh, I went nine and four the week before. You went five and eight. Uh, so overall record, I am 21 and five through two weeks, and you are 17 and nine. So still four games up on you. Uh, and we'll do this again Thursday night, Friday uh, before the game. So anything else that you want to uh, add or anything? Nope. I mean, I think this week we'll have a little, you know, some more games that are going to be a little more competitive, I think. And, uh, you know, those are a little more fun to talk about. So I'll be excited for that. Yeah, most teams uh, are getting into district play now. So they're not, you know, necessarily traveling all over and seeing some teams that, that they may not have before. Now they're seeing teams that, you know, they may not always play in football, but they play them in other sports and everything. So everybody's going to know a little bit more about the teams they're playing now. So, like you said, I, I think games will start getting closer. And, you know, their seeding is starting to creep into people's minds and stuff because, you know, so far at the beginning of the year, everybody just wanted to play and see what it all looked like. Well, now we're just getting into the rather regular flow. Everybody knows the games are going to happen for the most part um, and just as, as normal as you can be and, and playing football on Friday nights. Yep, I'm excited to continue on with this. All right, so we'll talk to you later this week uh, for the week four pre- preview. All right, talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Morgan Yaspor Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please click the like button. And if you want to hear more from the podcast, please subscribe to the Morgan Yaspor Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.